Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, what a weekend. Hello, everybody. What an absolute wild weekend in football. How great is football season, huh? How great is football season? Even when you only go one and three on your picks, it's still a great, 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 great season. All right, we start with the 49ers. Go back and watch my rant from last Monday. Go back and watch my rant. I didn't think that Trey Lance would be out this week, but I said there was no way he was going to be able to stay on the field, and I said you better keep Jimmy Garoppolo warmed up in the bullpen because it's only a matter of time. I think the 49ers are a much better football team today than they were yesterday, and I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I don't root for people to get hurt. It's not my MO. I never have. Even players that I don't care for, I don't want to see get hurt. But Trey Lance is out for the rest of the year, and Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. And in my opinion, the 49ers just became a real Super Bowl threat. They became a better football team. I don't know if you read Mike Silver's story in the Chronicle yesterday, but Mike pretty much said what I've been saying. There are several players in the 49ers locker room that understand that they're a better football team today. And it's nothing against Lance. It's just sports. It's the reality of the situation. All right, now let's get back to Kyle Shanahan for a minute. So the 49ers drafted Lance because of his run-pass option ability, his mobility, his great footwork, and everything else. Quarterbacks that run in the National Football League, all right, like Trey Lance, chances are they are going to get hurt. He got hurt last year, and he couldn't even make it through two weeks of the season, and he is currently in the hospital after undergoing successful surgery to repair two injuries to the ankle, all right, two injuries to the ankle. So we're talking about ligament displacement, and a fracture, all right? The good news is doctors feel that he will be 100% for the start of next season. It's called a fibula fracture and a ligament disruption. So the rehab for Lance will be extensive. But why would you think that Trey Lance is going to go on the field next year, play the same style of football, I said, I don't want to bury the guy after two years and one year of really not playing. I don't want to do that. But what I am saying is this could, and again, this could go down as one of the worst trades in the history of 49er football based on what they gave up to get Trey Lance. And thank goodness that John Lynch and Jimmy Garoppolo were able to restructure his contract. Can you imagine the 49ers right now, if they didn't have Garoppolo on the roster, they would be in deep, deep trouble. This is an absolute weird situation. And I'm, I'm saying it weird because you don't want to see a guy get hurt. You just don't. But the 49ers now are a team, in my opinion, that could easily win the NFC. They could easily win the NFC, period. And I said this. Back in the springtime, I said this all summer, and I said it last week. All right? I said it last week. Last Monday on my rant, 
And here we are, not two weeks into the season with a doubleheader tonight, and Trey Lance is done for the year. All right, what about the Raiders? Still can't close out games, right? Couldn't close out the game last week at SoFi against the Chargers. Could not close out a big lead yesterday against Arizona. Couldn't get a stop when they had to. And now they're 0-2 and in last place in that division. I mean, I guess things could be worse. You could be a Colts fan. What a dreadful-looking team that is. And Matt Ryan. Of course, I guess it could be worse if you're a fan of the Colts. You could be a fan of the Saints. And and hoping that Jameis Winston is going to learn how to play the quarterback position on a consistent basis. But you are who you are, you know, seven years into your NFL career. The guy just doesn't I, – I just don't understand – how anyone could have faith in Jameis Winston. Zero. I don't know how you could have faith in Russell Wilson if you're a Denver Broncos fan. I mean, Russell Wilson, in two games, has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I did a show earlier today with Sean Salisbury, and he said you, you could easily name 20 quarterbacks in the league better right now than Russell Wilson. Think about that for a minute. Think about what Denver gave up to get Russell Wilson. And Sean says right now you could easily name 20 quarterbacks better than Wilson. Matt Ryan is done. Jameis Winston has never arrived. And we can go on and on right down the list. Raise your hand if you had the Colts starting the year 0-2, right? With or 0-1-1. Or raise your hand if you had the Giants starting 2-0. And Giants could be the worst 2-0 team I've ever seen. And I do mean ever. They're terrible. And yet they're 2-0 because they have good coaching. Cowboys get their big-time performance from Cooper Rush. And how interesting of a Monday night game is this all of a sudden with the Cowboys at the Giants again a week from tonight. Packers, to me, don't look good. They look like they got some issues. They beat a bad Bears team. But to me... There's something that's not right. Then you got the Dolphins and Tua. What a clinic he put on yesterday at Baltimore. That was an amazing game with the Dolphins and the Ravens. Both Lamar Jackson, Tua, both played great. And that was one game for the ages yesterday. All right, so we get you started. It's now your turn. Let's get to as many phone calls as we can on this Monday. We start with Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm well, Grant. Hey, with the Niners, uh, as we've spoken in the past, the thing I did not like about Lance first, he just gave me the impression of his sample size that he's a run first, then pass, not the opposite. And you and I have discussed and agree that in the NFL long term, while it's great to have mobility and the ability to run, but if you are run first, generally speaking, you're not going to win. And Correct. You know, and I hold Shanahan somewhat culpable for that. Uh, for, for this situation because I've seen him just been running the, the, the power run with the quarterback and it just puzzling to me because you're just putting your franchise and a quarterback you traded up to get in year two of a critical year in his rookie con you know in the phase of his three-year rookie contract and we have weapons this, it's not like we're the Bears and you you, you know that's all you have there's no reason to put your quarterback in those those power run situations, and I just don't get it. I mean, maybe, you know, I know, you know, re reading around other friends of Niners, like, we're all saying the same thing, and what are we missing? You know what I mean? It's just very puzzling for Shanahan, who is a offensive guru, to put the franchise quarterback in that situation. I don't know what your thoughts on that phase. Well, uh, you knew what you were getting when you drafted him. Shanahan knew what type of offense he was going to run. And it's kind of naive to think that you're going to be able to run that type of offense and not have a significant injury. So I'm with you on that. Yep. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't add up to me, Brian. It does not add up to me. And now all of yeah. a sudden, again, I, I I said this. It's It's a little bit too early. But this could go down. And again, could go down as one of the worst trades in the history of the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, because based on my limited knowledge, maybe correct me if I'm wrong here. So year, year two's done here. 
let's just say regardless of what happens this year, he's back next year, year three, at that point, they have to decide on if they want to extend him. And they're only the year of uh, the one year of learning is only going to be based on a one year sample size. Isn't that correct? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we, quite frankly, it's a little bit too early to start talking about what you're going to do with this contract. You know, I, I think it's a little bit too early. I mean, we have, here's the bottom line. Next year, he has to, number one, be healthy, and number two, just blow people away in the 49ers organization with his play. That's it. I mean, there's, there is yeah, there is yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So, yeah, but I, with this here's injury, the Here's the big picture. The Niners, to me now, are a team that should be one of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, putting that aside, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just trying to speak on that subject logically. As a Niner fan for this year, I mean, I don't wish injury upon anyone. Our chances to go to the Super Bowl have increased drastically if our roster stays the same with no injuries and. You saw it in just one game, you know, the ability to throw more. Uh, Garoppolo, you know, he, I mean, he knows the offense and he can stay healthy. You know, with the NFC wide open, I agree with you. The Packers don't look as good. I, I'm still not sold on the Bucks. The Rams, you know, they don't, they don't, I mean, obviously they're a threat, but it's just wide open and why not them if they all things stay healthy. And so yep. real quick, I know, I don't, I know a lot of people want to jump on just switching gears. Uh, I went two and two in the in the spread. I heard you. Uh, how did the best uh, player do this last? I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Yet. I I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. I haven't looked at it. I'm sure some people have some picks for tonight too. So it yeah. wouldn't be done yet. I haven't even looked at it. I oh, mean, no no, dis, and, no 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 disrespect to you, and I I'm just saying this. This is like one of the le least important things in my life are picks. I mean, I really I do it to have fun with my listeners. Uh, it's not something that like, oh my God, I got to see what I did. I got to see what everybody did. It's not that big of an interest to me. I do it just to have fun on the show. But on my list of priorities, it's like way down on the list. I, I honestly haven't even looked yet. I, I have no idea. If you're a fan uh, of the Broncos, uh, who's the most disappointing team so far, Broncos, Colts, or the Bengals? Uh, all three. Uh, I would say yeah. in this order, I would say the Bengals, number one, I would say the Colts number two, and probably the Broncos three. That's that's how I would that's how I would stack it up. Hey Brian, yeah, based on from you, buddy. Yep, yep. Talk to you later. Yep. Take care. All right, let's move along, and uh, we are going to get to Andrew. Andrew, welcome to uh, Listen App on a crazy Monday. Thanks very much for joining here. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, thanks for having me, Grant. I. Uh... I was surprised to hear your comments about the 49ers being better with Garoppolo and Lance. Um, I shouldn't really say surprised, but why do you think the 49ers would have Lance starting over Garoppolo if Garoppolo is better? Uh, because they gave up a fortune to get him and they can't wait. And they had to give him the keys to the car and see whether or not he could do it. Uh, everyone knew the situation. Most thought that Garoppolo would be traded, but with his shoulder surgery in the offseason, it derailed that whole thing, and so they weren't able to move him. Uh, but again, go Google Mike Silver's story that he wrote in the Chronicle, and it's pretty apparent that that is a divided locker room as it pertained to the quarterback situation. It's very obvious. And here's the very. other thing. Here's the other issue, Andrew. It's the eyeball test. You don't have to be a pro quarterback or a pro scout or all you got to do is have eyes. And if you watch that team with Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback compared to Trey Lance, I'm sorry, it's a significant difference. It just is. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, Grant, I also noticed in the first two weeks, one of the a main thing that I think is really showing itself in the second half and even to your point about Russell Wilson, these guys – not not getting enough reps either in mini camps, fall camp, uh, preseason especially, really showing what yep. happened late in these second half. I mean, the Ravens defense gassed. The Chargers lost the game by throwing a pick on the one yard line because Everett was gassed. He didn't come yep. out. These guys are not getting enough reps throughout their offseason, especially no game reps in the preseason. And in these second half, these defenses are gassed. I've never seen in these first two weeks – crazier outcomes 
and teams that have blown leads. And I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of preparation and conditioning in the fourth quarter, for sure. That Ravens game, I, I mean, Tyreek and Waddle going for almost 200 yards a pop. I mean, the yep. Ravens are not contenders if they have the same secondary issues without any pass rush as last year. Well, think about this. The Jets, for crying out loud, and Joe Flacco actually had, you know, a, a higher completion percentage than Tua did yesterday. So think about that. All right. Yeah, I would agree with you. Unbelievable. I know. I would agree with you on the Ravens secondary. I would also think you make a great point. In this day and age of the National Football League, players play themselves into football shape as opposed to being right. ready for week one in football shape. You are 100% correct. That's a great job on your part. You are spot on. Yeah, much different than conditioning running your wind sprints compared to game speed. There's no game speed now with all the, the CBA play. I, you know, the players got to do their thing and avoid as much contact as they want. They're not tackling in practice. They're not going through, you know, you can replicate practice with um, and try and simulate game situations. Got, you know, and, and guys don't play preseason for a reason, but man, it sure has shown in the first two weeks. Yep. Appreciate the call. Have a great day. Thanks. Hey, very have much. a great day. Thank yep. you. Thank All you. Right. All right, let's get to uh, some other phone calls right here, and we get to uh, Jeff. Jeff, good to hear from you on this Monday. How you doing, Jeff? Well, I'm doing okay, Grant, but uh, I got to give it to you. You're pretty prophetic with uh, the Lance situation. I mean, he lasted five quarters. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I know. I, I I didn't. I I thought that was one of the easiest uh, forecasts on the season is him getting hurt. Well, I, I listened to Kyle Shanahan's uh, after the game interview. I don't know if you did or not. I heard. But yep. They pretty grilled him pretty good. And he says, you got to look around, look at these other teams. Uh, you know, look at uh, Jackson, look at Allen. They run the same play. Well, Lance isn't built like Allen and Jackson. He doesn't yep, have correct. frame. And he doesn't know how to absorb a hit. Even last year, he he takes on these guys like a fullback. Instead of sliding or, you know, going down on the ground, he just lowers his shoulder or lowers his head. I noticed it last year, too, where he got his bell rung at the goal line a couple of times. Yeah, he just, you know, got to give him A for effort, but it's not going to be a healthy situation if he keeps on taking these linebackers on and, and these safeties on, you know, it's it's just not going to work out for the kid. Not going to work, one hundred percent correct. So, well, it's uh, it, it is what it is. Now that now now Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback for the 49ers. and the one thing that I think we should all be able to say without any degree of hesitation, he better not get hurt, or the Niners will be lucky to win games. Period. Oh, yeah. Look what happened a couple of years back when he wasn't yep. on the field. They had a losing season. So you're you're right. Uh, Purdy is the next guy up. But I, I was an advocate for keeping Jimmy. But, hey, let's talk about Tua. Remember the other day on our fantasy talk? I, I, I couldn't even pronounce his last name. And you said, Jeff, just say Tua. And I, I stacked Tua and Waddle. And that turned out pretty good for me on my fantasy. Yeah. I guess it did. Um, so good job on your part. Good job on your part. What else you want to talk about? Anything before we get to other callers? No, I just wanted to. Oh, wait, one more thing. Have you talked about the, the big brawl yet between the Bucks? And, uh, and the I didn't. I, I, I will. I mean, I just got into the show. Uh, the reality is it fueled the Bucks and it whatever whatever happened in that brawl, the Bucks were a different team. Uh, from that point forward. So I'll get to it. But thanks, Jeff. You have a good rest uh, of the day. Take, take care. All right. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping 
coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls with Jerry. Jerry, welcome. How are you today, Jerry? I'm good, Grant. It's been a while, Grant. I've uh, been working second shift, so I couldn't call in. Good to hear from you, buddy. What can I do for you? Hey, Grant, let me ask you a question, Grant. Uh, you uh, Did you see those players, uh, uh, the way they were with Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday, Grant? I mean, uh, that was, man... Uh, you know, what do you think that Trey uh, is thinking about that, that he sees these guys acting that way toward Jimmy and not toward him? Well, you don't really know how the players were acting towards him uh, in the locker room, in practice. Um, you know, you, what you observed for Garoppolo doesn't necessarily mean that they weren't that way with Lance. So I think we need to be careful about that. All right. Well, let me ask you this, Grant, and just hypothetically, uh, let's say – if Garoppolo stays healthy, uh, Niners have a deep, deep playoff push. The Niners win the Super Bowl. What's going to happen? Same thing as this year. They'll say Lance is our quarterback, and they'll give him the football. And at that point, there's no way in the world Garoppolo will be on the 49ers. He will leave. And, you know, if the Niners win a Super Bowl, they'll go, well, hey, we won a Super Bowl. Now we'll go through some growing pains with Lance. I mean, that's going to happen. I understand the situation. But that I understand the answer may not be one that Niner fans would want to hear, but that's exactly what would happen. That's what would happen, plain and simple. Wow. And, Grant, um, I was watching that Raider game yesterday. Uh, do you think if they lose this week against the Titans, you think they're done for the year? Yeah, not, not with the way the wild card system is set up in a 17-game season. I would say they're on life support, but I'm not ready to say they would be done for the year. All right, sir. Thanks for the time, Grant. Appreciate it. Hey, Jerry. Have a good evening. Thanks very much for the call. A couple of games uh, today in the National Football League. Uh, Buffalo has the ball, and they are moving near midfield in the first quarter against Tennessee. And then you have Minnesota at Philadelphia starting at about an hour and a half. I don't really understand the reason for the doubleheader in week two, but... At least it gives us something to do. But I'm a little surprised by that. So you had the Bills, who looked great last week. And they have an extra couple of days off because they opened a season Thursday against the Rams and went in there and spanked them. The Titans coming off a miserable loss at home to the Giants. Brutal loss. And what a tall order this is, being on the road in Buffalo on a Monday night. What a brutal start to the schedule. You know, that game is a game they absolutely had to win against the Giants, knowing that they had Buffalo on Monday night football in week two. All right, I want to hear from you. All right, hit me up. Jeff wanted me to talk about the melee in New Orleans yesterday. It, it fueled the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were a different team after that, were they not? And again, Jameis Winston, same Jameis Winston. Same, same Jameis Winston. I don't know how anyone thinks you're ever going to win with that guy, because you're not. John, how are you, John? Yeah, Grant, I'm doing good. It's raining here in California, and yesterday's football was uh, some of the funnest that we have watched in years, just all the different stuff that went on. 
and you know we could go forwards or backwards. Let's go backwards and start. You just said Jameis Winston. Same old thing. Yep. Same old thing, man. That's what he's always done. He's done a couple. I'm surprised he didn't throw a couple touchdowns too, just to even it out. But well, he he's not a guy that you can have confidence in if you're on that team. You just can't. You can't have confidence in a quarterback that makes passes the way he did yesterday. That was pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. It was ridiculous, Grant. And, uh, you know, this season has been a bit strange, and I guess it's so early, and there's, you know, no preseason, but the Cardinals I thought would be terrible, and they played decent. But considering how poorly the Raiders played, Oh my God! I just don't know what to think about that, man. It's weird. It's strange. That fourth you, quarter was horrible. Uh, that yet? fourth quarter was horrible. I mean, they were up but, twenty to nothing, right? I mean, they to, to blow a lead like that, and Kyler Murray looked like, I mean, the Energizer Bunny out there on a couple of the two point conversion was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Uh, the Raiders just couldn't bring him down. They couldn't stop the guy. Plain and simple, they could not stop him when they had to. He's been like that forever. Hey. That's the thing. He's a baseball player. He's been like that forever. He's so so fast like that, uh, quick to the ball, like a shortstop yep. would be, I guess. That's just what he is. Everybody knew that, but people are starting to forget about it. I don't know. Hey, Crosby missed that one tackle that would have in the game, and I cannot believe yes. how slippery that dude was. Yeah, that's but, right. Crosby had him, and that was uh, that's almost a situation where the official would blow the whistle if he felt the quarterback had been stopped, and that was very close to that. Uh, I, I don't understand how Murray was able to get away from Crosby. You're absolutely correct. And, hey, I'm not sure. It almost looked like Crosby said, I got him. I thought you were blowing the whistle. And then, what, the next time does he grab him and yank him harder? But I don't know. But that was just one freaking incredible play. And that dude, he is fast as hell. And Yeah, he is. He's electric. Uh, you know, it's hard to believe that he has played as poorly as he has since DeAndre Hopkins went down last year. I mean, Murray's been terrible, but that that was a steal. You want to talk about going into a, a, a team's building and stealing a game? The Cardinals absolutely stole that game yesterday. 100%, 100%. And, hey, I got to talk a little bit about that uh, Dallas and Cincinnati thing. It was a flag fest like we kind of knew it would be, but um, Mike McCarthy – makes poor calls at the end of games. It's a good thing Cooper Rush is smart enough to get through that. And I didn't think it, that game would go that way. I thought the Cowboys would lose by 10 or more in that game. So did I. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were on, we were on point with that. I think we talked last week about it. The way that they pulled that off, and I don't know how Mark, Mike McCarthy pulled that off, but then I look at the Bengals coaching staff. They make Mike McCarthy look like a smart guy. It, it was yep. silly. That game was freaking yep. silly. It was silly. It was yep. fun as hell to watch. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad football's back. And I lost that game. And I've so far, I've lost all three. Now, hopefully, Buffalo loses by more than less than 10. Then I will have lost all four. So I would have went <laughs> <a little forward>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're funny. All right, man. Hey, good hearing from you. You take care, okay? All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right, buddy. Let's get to uh, some other phone calls. And uh, we will hear from Ryan on this uh, crazy Monday in the National Football League with two games, one going on right now, Buffalo and Tennessee. What's up, Ryan? Hey, bud. How you doing, Grant? I'm well. How was your weekend? Uh, it was great. Thank you for asking. I mean, can you remember a better first two weeks of the season than these first no. two weeks? I'm a Giants fan. Uh, my team's 2-0 and when I thought they might go 2-0. and 15. So no, no. Uh, in all fairness, in all seriousness, no, Ryan, these first two weeks have been absolutely unbelievable. It just goes to show you what a void we have when it's not football season in this country. Think about the difference in our sports enjoyment with the NFL with no NFL. It's night and day, isn't it? Yeah, it's completely different. I mean, the, the NFL is king. We know that. Um, you know, the one thing I wanted to ask you about was, you know, the Packers, they played well last night. They didn't play great. But what did you think about the call that Chicago made going into the shotgun or shotgun at the half yard line with Justin Awful. Fields? You don't go into a shotgun in that situation. I saw a lot of uh, former NFL quarterbacks, including Rich Gannon, criticize that. It just doesn't make sense to me. When you have only that short uh, first of all, Montgomery should have gotten the ball. He was hot. I mean, that's that's a situation Agreed. where if you're not going to quarterback sneak with a quarterback under center, you give it to your your bell cow. 
that whole thing didn't make sense to me. It's like not to bring back horrific memories, but you <laughs> went through it in the Super Bowl with Seattle. You know, I mean, if, if there are certain things that teams do uh, that don't make any sense. Yeah, it was a little bit weird to me. The, the first thought that I had was they were going to drag a tight end across the field and do a play action because the run is what got them down the field to that point. But yep. um, it, it was a little bit mind blowing. But what's your thoughts on the Packers at this point? Because, yeah, they covered, uh, they played decent, but they don't look right. They don't look right. I said that to Sean Salisbury on the show today that I did with him on No Filter Network. They just look off to me. Obviously, they're losing their all-pro left tackle and need him on the field. I mean, Rodgers was under assault, particularly in the first half. Aaron looks uh, thoroughly frustrated. I did watch his post-game press conference. He said all the right things, but, you know, kept on saying, we need to get better. We need to get better. You know, I thought Aaron missed a couple throws, too, that he normally doesn't miss. So um, I just think they're out of sorts. I really do. Uh, I think defensively they're pretty good. I think the Packers defensively are are pretty good. But you could see without Devontae Adams, Aaron without his go-to guy through two weeks, it seems to be a, a significant difference in their offense. But, it, you know, sure. as we all say, it's very early. But they don't look like the same team to me. They just don't. Yeah, they're, they're off. And I mean, again, like you said, that's a great point, Grant. It is early. I know somebody else called up earlier and said that, you know, the preseason that makes a difference, not getting game reps. I mean, these guys, let's be real in training camp there. They may have I don't know what the uh, CBA says, but, you know, they may have two or three full days where they're actually hitting throughout training mm -hmm. camp. But um, I will maintain the inner squad scrimmages are more important because that is when you are actually, I think the mental is more important than the physical, unless you are a rookie or a second year player. And it brings me to my next point, this entire thing with Trey Lance. I think you hit the nail on the head. The, the line moved for San Francisco to win the Super Bowl after Trey got hurt. And that is a job that Trey Lance did not earn. That was a job he was given because they invested Correct. so much in him. And, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Do you think this is the best case scenario for the 49ers? 100%. 100%. Buffalo has scored on their opening drive. Uh, they take the early lead against Tennessee. 100%, Ryan. It is the best scenario for the 49ers without any question. And I hate to say this, but if Lance was going to get hurt, it's better that he got hurt earlier in the year because they're probably going to have a better record now. And one and one in the NFC West, guess what, is tied for first place. So, yeah, I, I don't see any downfall for the 49ers for this year. Moving forward, Ryan, yes, I see some negative impact as it relates to perhaps making a horrific trade. And again, I said perhaps. I'm not ready to close the book on Trey Lance just because he got hurt. But I, I think that it's very – again, if you go back and read Mike Silver's story that was put out in the Chronicle this morning or posted yesterday, it's very apparent that that's a divided locker room as it pertained to the quarterback situation. And Mike Silver, who's one of the most respected writers in the National Football League, you know, I, I would always side with him. He's generally right a high percentage of the time. Well, yeah, Grant, Mike is great. I, I love his articles. I have not read that one. I will go back and read it. But you ripped me for having this opinion a couple of weeks ago that it would divide the locker room between Jimmy and Trey, and Trey would be looking over his shoulder. And it's not just looking over his shoulder if he makes a mistake. It's looking over his shoulder with his teammates as well because they don't have that same trust in him. Okay, well, those are two different things that you just mentioned to me. I, I don't necessarily agree with you. I think you make a very good point. I believe that the 49ers gave him every single tool to succeed, including Kyle Shanahan forming this leader council, right? Or whatever the hell you want to call it. Of I, I thought veterans. that was, Grant, I thought that was called captains. Uh, Isn't captains. That but, 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 but look at how many captains they have. I mean, look at how many captains they had. And, and the, 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 the role of those captains were to support and make sure that everyone was okay. Like, how would I want to say this? That we were, we were, we had made a decision. We're going to follow this decision. So if you're Trey Lance, you wouldn't have to look over your shoulder in that aspect. Listen, Ryan, I think you and I, I would hope that we would agree on this. If Trey Lance had played very poorly yesterday, he still would be the starting quarterback coming up in week three this week. They weren't going to pull him from the starting role 
even if he had played poorly yesterday, had he not been injured and played poorly, he still would have started in week three. So how much would he be looking over his shoulder is the question I have for you. Uh, you know, it's a good question, Grant. He He's a second-year player. He started five games. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I Personally, if I was the starting quarterback for the 49ers and I had somebody like Jimmy G behind me, and when I – I'm sorry to interrupt you, but when I said captains – when was the last time you heard of a team fording or you know putting together a leadership council? That's usually the captains. That tells you there is a fracture in the locker room, and that shows that the 49ers were trying to really support him as much as they can because at the end of the day, it, it's John Lynch's butt, and it's also <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's for giving up so much capital to go after this guy. And I think it's absolutely ludicrous that people would not expect for a player like Trey Lance with his size and the way he plays to not expect an injury. Let me tell you, Russell Wilson, he's the albatross. He did not have a serious injury until his ninth year in the NFL. And they are of similar size. So uh, I, it's expected if you're going to play that way. Well, all I know is this, okay? I can't predict the future any more than you can. What I do know is today the 49ers are a better football team than they were yesterday. Absolutely. That's very apparent to me. So, so, Grant, why would the 49ers not be a better team regardless of the injury? I don't understand what you mean by that, regardless of the injury. Okay, so what I'm saying is coming into training camp, why would you not put the best team on the field? I understand you have a lot of capital invested. You got to yes. get in the reps, but and you got to see what you have as well. But why would you not put a better team on the field? And why would you not think that wouldn't fracture the locker room? I think it was an organizational mistake. That's what I think. I think that they made a mistake. In drafting Trey Lance, I believe that leading up to the draft, we heard that they were going to take Mac Jones. We heard of the division that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan didn't really uh, necessarily agree. We heard stories that right before the draft, Shanahan changed his mind off Mac Jones. I mean, remember, leading up to the draft, it was Jones, 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 Jones. And then we get to draft day, yeah. and they take Trey Lance. I believe there is so much pressure now with the way the NFL salary cap works that when you draft a quarterback that high – you absolutely have to put him on the field in many instances before he's ready because you have a short window to decide whether he is the future or not. Again, I'm not comparing Trey Lance to Daniel Jones, but Daniel Jones is in his contract year. They did not sign him. They're like, no, you have to go out and prove it. Go back and look Look at what Lamar Jackson's doing this year. All right, Lamar right. Jackson is playing. In, and again, Lamar Jackson's an MVP, so I shouldn't put him in the same breath as Daniel Jones. That's not fair to Lamar Jackson, but I'm trying to make a point here. You only have, really, four seasons to evaluate a quarterback and then make a monumental, huge decision that is going to have a profound impact on your salary cap. And so the pressure to put a player on the field at the quarterback position Maybe a little bit quicker than you normally would. That's the way the system works now. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. No, you, you're absolutely right, Grant. But, I mean, was this a save-my-butt decision? I have to do it because if this does not pan out because we gave up three first-round picks versus putting the team first, I, 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 where do you see that decision at? Is it somewhere in the middle? Was it – you know, them just saying we have to do this to save our jobs when it comes to John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. I think it's probably a little bit of both, but I think the, the more important aspect of this is the way the NFL salary cap is. And that combined, Ryan, with how much they gave up to get Lance, I just think there's immense pressure. There's probably a lot of different ways to look at this. There's probably a lot of what you're saying is true. There's probably some of what I'm saying is true. There's probably some of what Mike Silver is reporting is true. Uh, you should go read that story by Mike Silver. Yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting in the dynamic. Yeah, I'll check that out. No, it's an interesting dynamic. I mean, obviously, the Niners look really good for that insurance policy, which we've heard many times from many national reporters when they restructured Jimmy G's deal. But um, – you know, they, they would not be in a good spot. I mean, they weren't going to be in a good spot anyways. Let's say Trey Lance gets hurt 
in week nine, week 10, and the Niners are out, are out of it. Do you think Jimmy's going to want to come on the field? Probably not, because he's in a contract yep. year. So, yeah, probably right. You know, he, I, I said back in the springtime, I said back in the springtime, if Trey Lance was the starting quarterback in week one, the Niners would not make the playoffs, meaning that I thought that he would play the whole year where he'd play, a, you know, a significant number of games. I And I also said this, you know, I would have taken the Raiders prospects over the 49ers. Now, it's crazy to change all of that based on two games and one team's 0-2 and another team's 1-1. But right now, if you told me, all right, Grant, you've watched both teams play for two weeks, who do you think is going to have a better season? And I understand that the Raiders play in a more difficult division, but I'm just talking about which roster would you want to go with? I'm taking the 49ers roster right now, and I'm not even thinking twice about it. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Grant. You are absolutely spot on with that. Uh, the Niners, they're, they're set up well. The Seahawks, they are not going to do anything. Arizona, I think that was a one-off. Kyler has been playing terrible. I know they had a good fourth quarter, but I, I am 100% beside you, or on your side. Obviously, the Rams, they are a force in that division, but the Niners roster, they, they're set up. This is, Grant, the best-case scenario for that roster at this point. And like you said, they could make a Super Bowl run. They were talking about Super Bowl with Trey Lance as the starting quarterback before we yep. saw anything. So, which was which was silly, uh, to a degree. Yes, I I, I would um, concur with you. But what do you think this does for Trey Lance and trade value? It's funny. Jimmy G had no trade value until they restructured that conference or, or contract. Contract, yeah. Uh, what do you think this does for the, you said that you thought Jimmy G would move on even if they won a Super Bowl this year? I'm not so sure. I, I feel like Trey Lance's trade value is much, much smaller than Jimmy G's at this point as we stand today. I wouldn't disagree with that. I really would not disagree with that. I would say that uh, Trey Lance's value uh, from a trade would be in the neighborhood of Baker Mayfield. Would you? Maybe maybe a little bit higher than Baker, but not much, right? Not much. Maybe based off of potential that you have not seen yet, because he's only started five games, and this is Correct. a fairly serious injury. Let let's not push that aside. But yeah, I think it's just higher than Baker, and it's funny how that pendulum switched. I I also wonder, are you as a head coach of the 49ers? going to change your offense somewhat to now protect Trey Lance? Knowing Kyle Shanahan, the answer to that question is no. So why would we be naive to think that next September, 12 months from right now, you're going to be calling the show and we're going to be talking about Trey Lance, who started week one and week two, and who's to say that this guy is going to be on the field? And forget about the ankle. I mean, breaking your ankle the way he broke it's kind of a freak injury. So let's acknowledge that. Sure. But look at the pounding that he took last week in Chicago where he didn't break any bones, but he got beat up, physically beat up. We're supposed to think that Trey Lance can play like that each and every week and be on the field for 17 weeks of the NFL season? Because I sure as hell don't. Oh, there's no way, Grant. I mean, he's got to – he has to find a way to understand the hits to take and the risks to take. And he's taking way, way too many hits trying to – you know, he's not Josh Allen. Let's put it that way. You're not going to yep. truck somebody over. And he needs to look at the people that came before him, like Russ and some of the smaller quarterbacks, and how they're smart. Even Aaron Rodgers to a degree, right? Aaron's a bigger guy, but Aaron knows when to slide. He knows when not to take yep. a hit. And that is, if you are a smaller quarterback, that is what is most important. Because Amen. that's the only way you're going to survive in the NFL. Absolutely spot on. Spot on. Um, how's the hair looking? Do Grant, it, it's looking good, and the wife loves wow. it. I already told you before. How about you? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, it's a hell of a lot easier, you know, getting out of the shower. And when it's hot, I'm like, oh man, this is great. You know, just put a little hat on. So yeah, I'm all good with it. I'm all good with it. I don't know if that's going to be a permanent look for Grant Napier, but I'm I'm actually <laughs> okay with it. I'm actually okay with it. it it's kind of refreshing. It's like sitting out on your patio, having a nice tea. And uh, hanging out in the fall, I mean, it, it, it's nice and cool. So I, I don't have a problem with it. And uh, not to yeah. mention, we raised almost 16 grand. 
Phenomenal. What a great, great event that was. Uh, that's hard to believe that was last Monday. What a week. Wow. I know. I, that was one week ago. That's incredible. Quick so, week. Well, listen, uh, how'd you, all right, so Jeff asked me, I, since you're the one that's taking care of this, how did you do on your picks this week? Uh, right now, I have one more game left, and I have two wins. Okay. So uh, right now, the top person has two wins. So we've got Antonio that still has the Titans going. We have Sarah that still has the Bills. Uh, we have Al that still has the Vikings. Uh, I still have the Vikings. And let's see, we have, yeah, that's it. So I'm looking forward to watching that game. I mean, Tennessee's oh, yeah. already driving and they have a chance to, they have a fourth and one coming up, but I'm I'm really looking forward to that Vikings game at Philly. I want to I want to see Kirk Cousins go and win a primetime game on a Monday night in a place like Philadelphia. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to that game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, Grant, I'm incredibly high on the Vikings. I, I think this is going to be a big year for them. I love Kevin O'Connell. I love the way that they're you know the offense they put in, the way that they've played so far. I think it's reinvigorated Kirk Cousins. So. That that's one that I cannot wait for tonight. And we also are going to learn a little bit more about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, but with the Packers looking somewhat vulnerable. And again, when I say somewhat, it's only eight quarters of football. But my eyes tell me that the Packers are not as dominant as they were last year. And with the Vikings already being one up with their head to head on Green Bay, I'm with you. I think this is a season where the Vikings really could be in the driver's seat. Games like tonight are going to tell us a lot about the Minnesota Vikings. So we, you may call up tomorrow. We may have a completely different conversation. Oh, same old Vikings, same old Kirk Cousins, blah, blah, blah. But it's a big game for them. It's a big game for the Vikings tonight. It's a huge game. Um, and I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I was looking at Aaron yesterday. And he just looked a little bit run down. He looked a little bit old. You yep. see all the gray in the beard. Like, it, it, it just didn't look like the same fire that Aaron typically has in him. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, you and I tomorrow, when you call, I, I wonder if we're going to be talking about the Vikings or the team to beat in the NFC North through two weeks. We could very well. We could very well. But big four quarters of football. Hey, uh, thanks very much for the call. Enjoy watching the game. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, bud. Have a good one. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you. Bye. All right. Good stuff there. If you want to come on the program, you know the routine. You hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll do it. Something else I want to talk about this week. With Aaron Judge of the Yankees at 59, if Aaron Judge hits... 61 and then 62. Do you consider that the all-time home run record for a season? Or do you think it still bonds knowing full well that it was in the steroid era and he cheated? Who has, if is it Roger Maris now or is it Bonds? And if Aaron Judge surpasses Maris, which way are you going on that? All right, let's chime in here with uh, Rich right here on Listen App. Rich, hope you are doing well today. Hit your microphone icon, uh, and we will get you right on. Hi, Rich. Rich. Hey, can you Rich. Hear me? Yep, go right can ahead. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, great. Hey, uh, I'm glad you switched gears to, to baseball, man. Thank uh, your uh, 
your Yankees for beating the Brewers yesterday. It brought my Padres back up, and uh, they're uh, they're 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 getting right in there in the wild card. So it's looking good. Coming right down so, to the last games, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's getting it's getting good, and I'm I'm hoping to get in. Uh, you know, the Cardinals are coming to town tomorrow, and Pujols may be uh, going for a 700th while he's here in San Diego. So that I might get in on a Thursday afternoon game there at Petco. That'd be a nice thing to experience. Sure would. That would be incredible. I totally agree. Yeah. With you. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, uh, and I, I'm sure you probably don't have a lot of Padres fans on, on your on your uh, air on the air there, but uh, you know, uh, Soto's finally getting over his slump. You know, he he hasn't done hardly diddly since he came on board with us, and now finally he's starting to hit the ball. He had three hits yesterday, had a home run, and uh, and I think it's happening right at the right time. Well, he's an amazing talent. I mean, there's no question about that. He, he's an amazing talent. You know, the Tatis suspension really threw a wrench into how good this team really could have been this year. I mean, I, I don't yeah. see any way in the world if they make the playoffs that, you know, they would end up beating a team like the Dodgers or even the Braves or the Mets for that matter. But you never know. You know, you got to yeah, get in. Yeah, you never know. They all get, on, right. you just, they all get on, yep. on, you know, hot at the same time. Anything could happen, you know. Yep, absolutely. So that would be great really if you had the we, game – yeah, I, hey, I'm glad we've kept our contact too. I got some new earpods. I got the the uh, ear ear pod pros now, so maybe we'll, we'll keep our connection. Well, so far so good. I'm actually uh, have a stopwatch in my hand right now, and you I'm do? timing this call <laughs> to make sure that we can set a new record for you. Again, the only time I ever had a complete conversation with you, you were in Phuket, Thailand, for crying out loud. I know, I know. And then I tried calling you from Scotland, and 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 we kind of fizzled out, but. Uh, but, How did you uh, like that? How was Scotland? Oh, How did man. you enjoy uh, St. Andrews? Oh, it was beautiful, man. It was it was beautiful. But I I have to tell you, I did like Ireland better. You know, my wife's got a lot of her. She's got relatives in uh -huh. Ireland, and we met with some family that she hadn't seen in years, and it was fabulous. I have not been to Ireland. It's on my list. I'd love to get over there, but uh, I've heard yeah. that. I've heard Ireland is unbelievable. Did you have good yeah, weather? I got to tour the Guinness factory, man. It was amazing. Yeah. How was the weather when you were over there? It was beautiful. The only the Good. only time we had a downpour was we went to the military tattoo in Edinburgh and we got drenched upon. But those people know how to perform in the rain. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good time. That's fabulous. So what's yeah. where all right, so what's the next trip on the agenda? You've been to the next Thailand yes, sir. and Ireland. Oh yeah, man. Scotland. You know, uh, uh, yeah. Well, we're not going back to Thailand yet. We don't have any plans for Thailand, but the the next trip is the big trip is uh South America for we're doing like how how long trip is that, honey? A month. We're doing thirty days in in South America. On well, when I grow up, cruise. when I grow when I, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. Okay, man. Yeah. Well, I'll give you any advice, but you know, I'm I'm the same way. When I grow up, I want to be like you. So we're on the same page, brother. <laughs> Are you doing a Viking cruise for thirty days? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Good next for you. Next, uh, we're going in February. Good for you. Well, listen. Yeah. Uh, I'm first of all, I'm just amazed that you and I have been on a couple of minutes without any interruptions, without me going, Rich, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. Oh, we had, you know, I'm really amazed. So I'm very happy that with all of the assets that you've used to travel around the world, that you were able to go out and get up to date with modern technology for you to be able to have a conversation with me or listen up. Now, I will tell you, Rich, that's what I call progress. <laughs> right on. Hey, and we didn't have to defer to Ryan and Sacktown's uh, GoFundMe page. <laughs> You're the best. Yeah. Hey, Thanks, Ryan. It was, a, it was a good thought, but I didn't need you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rich, you take care. Hey, Rich, okay. have a great time at the games this week. Okay. Thank you very much. You take care. All right. Bye. How about that? I actually had a wall-to-wall -wall conversation with Rich without any interruptions. How about that? Modern technology. Titans have tied their game with Buffalo, and it is 7-7 with uh, three-plus to go in the first quarter. Hey, it's football season, right? Got a doubleheader. Philly hosting the Vikes coming up next. Been a good show. Good phone calls. I love the Mondays here on Listen App where we can bounce around uh, from team to team to team. By the way, back to baseball real quick. If if the Dodgers do not win the World Series this year, they're going to become like the Atlanta Braves of the 90s.
right? Where they were the best team every year and only had one World Series to show for it. And the Dodgers won the World Series in a shortened season. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't count, but there are those that are like, well, that affected Clayton Kershaw and blah, blah, blah. And, all right, I, I'm just putting it out there, all right? When you look at the standings and you look at what the Dodgers have done this year, all right? When you look at what the Dodgers have done already with 101 wins, the Mets have 93 wins. The Houston Astros have 96. Think about that for a minute. The Dodgers, no excuses. No excuses not to win a World Series this year. And I would ask Dodger fans, if you end up winning 110 games this year, or whatever the number is going to be, and you don't win the World Series, will you call the season a failure if you don't win the World Series? Because I will tell you this, and I said this to Sean Salisbury on a show we did back in June when the Yankees had the best record in baseball and they looked like all world. And I said, or I was with Eric Burns too, former MLB player. And I said, it doesn't mean anything to me. It means nothing to me if the Yankees don't win a World Series, if they win 110 or 115 games. Big deal. So what? You have a payroll like that? You have talent like that? Doesn't mean anything to me. You should, you should win a ton of games in the regular season. So that, that's my perspective on it. That's how I look. All right, let's get back to John. John? What's hey, up, John? You brought I'll up let you come on twice. And- well, thank you. Well, you started talking about baseball, and I appreciate Jerry also. Man, I mean, I am a Dodger fan, you know, from, you know, lifelong through my family. I will be disappointed, and it's already like that, that we've only got one World Series over the last, you know, eight, ten years, whatever. It's already like that. So, in my opinion, we need this just to uh, convince ourselves that we are good, that we have been that good. So I, I totally agree. Know, I, I, I agree. Yeah. It's, and you as a Yankees fan, you would feel the same way if our position I do feel the same way. I told, I told Eric Burns yes. and, and uh, Sean Salisbury right before the All-Star yeah, break so when the Yankees were all world. world. Yeah, I got yeah. so much freaking respect for Eric and Sean, too, about everything that they speak about in all of your podcasts. You guys are freaking spot on, Grant. I love hearing those. Thank you, And buddy. one more thing. The 49ers are much better, like we have talked about. And, you know, we both kind of got on Ryan a few weeks ago. Not got on him, but had a difference of opinion. Hey, Niners are way, way better right now. I mean, granted, they need a backup quarterback because Jimmy's probably going to miss one or two more games. Usually he misses four games a year. But, man, he's already missed two of them. So all the Niners fans should be really, really happy instead of – sad about it and you know i hate i hate injuries and i hate injuries that sucks what happened to trey but we shall thanks, see John. it's week two. we shall see thank you grant thanks buddy take care you know i'm watching this bills titans game and I, i'm gonna talk about this later in the week but i'm gonna start rooting for teams whose messages on the back of the helmets are their team messages i'm so sick of looking at the helmets with all the crap on the back of the helmets. You know, I just saw a close-up of Josh Allen, Choose Love. Who the hell puts Choose Love on the back of their helmet, right? And there are other teammates, too. That's one of the six things you can put on your helmet. Choose Love. Really? I mean, that's what we've come down. You know, I'm watching the Packers yesterday. You know, the Packers are a team, all right? Their helmets are all the same. It says Packers on the back of their helmets. They doesn't have all this nonsense, you know, this stupidity. Uh, this social messaging on the back of helmets, it drives me freaking crazy. It's just awful. It's a bad look. It's an absolute bad look. Titans have come up with a turnover, and they got the ball in really good field position as the Bills turn it over at the Tennessee 30-yard line. So tomorrow we'll talk about both these games and a lot more. Thank you very much for all your phone calls, including Rich. I had a wall-to-wall conversation for the first time since Phuket, Thailand. That was back in like, gosh, I think that was back in like March. It was awesome. So good stuff right there. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.